Welcome to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. I'm Bry Guy. I'm Jason. Today's episode, The Doctor Prescribes Doom. Howdy doody, Bry Guy. Hey there, buddy. Happy uh, Spider-Man Day, as mm-hmm. we've christened it in this home. It is it is Spider-Man Day. Spider-Man Day. Spider-Man Day. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man Day. Uh, this week, we've got a return of a villain for the first time. Yeah. Doctor Doom is back. He's back, and he prescribes Doom. He, he, he prescribes it this time, yeah. He doesn't yeah. just practice in it. He prescribes it. <laughs> did you think Did you think he would be wearing a white coat at any point in this episode based on the title? I was, thinking there'd be a stethoscope involved, mm-hmm. uh, a legal pad, mm-hmm. him, you know, mm-hmm. writing out a prescription and saying, this is Doom, take it to your local CVS or, or Rite Aid or Walgreens. But I would imagine was, with, those, not to be. with those metal gloves... Yeah. It would be very hard to write, and so yeah, his his signature would be very scribbly. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would be. And this was before the advent of computer programs, so this would right. all would have been would have been analog and yeah, yeah, just a whole other situation. But uh, I and I I question where he got his doctorate from, and what his doctorate <laughs> is in. I don't know if it's in the medical field or if he has like his doctorate in you know doomology or doomism as it will doomism. as you were. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, I I don't know. I'd like to see some credentials. I'd like to sure. see some documentation mm-hmm. about his doctorate and if that truly is, you know. And and uh I think what is his fair. first name? Victor, Baron Von Victor. Victor Von. Victor Von. Victor Von Doom. Mm-hmm. Middle name Von. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Middle, yeah, middle name Von, sure. <laughs> Victor Von Doom. Okay. <laughs> Well, you know, good for him. You know, I only have my bachelor's. He's got his doctorate. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. so he's he's living his best life, Jason. He truly and is living his best life. He's an ambitious uh, fellow, oh, right? He uh, is. He was. He kind of got. He got smoked out of the UN. Um, yeah. In in, in comic uh, timeline about six weeks ago, um, right? Uh, give or take, because uh, mm-hmm. this is this is he was in episode two. This is episode eight. Yeah. And. Um, the, one of the things that uh, I noticed right away there was this episode starts so similarly to episode two. I think I texted you while I was watching it going, are they rebooting episode two? Like, this yeah, is the and, same storyline. And then you had texted me this after I had watched it and I thought, did I completely misunderstand the entire episode? Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was just so giddy that there was like a thread. Yeah, like that we yeah. got we got a through line and uh, no spoilers or anything, but this might not be the last we've seen of Doctor Doom either. Oh, certainly not, certainly not. And I, right. I think that goes a long way toward doing good things uh, for this episode overall. Yeah. But um, you know, so, so what it, the details, the, the 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 trivia bits and so on. We were mm-hmm. talking off air before we got started uh, and just kind of getting our getting our doomish ducks in a row. And um, one of the things we didn't touch on last time, Dr. Doom, of course, arch nemesis of the Fantastic Four, but also a very old adversary of Spider-Man. Yeah. Very early appearance in Amazing Spider-Man. He was in there in uh, issue number five. Also has been a a villain for Spider-Man in uh, looks like numerous Spider-Man annuals over the years. Like when there's a big event happening, often Spider-Man might end up fighting Dr. Doom. Kind of interesting. And I had no idea. I, I, um, I guess I, I thought I knew a lot about the Spider-Man comic book world and maybe Mm -hmm. I know too much of the modern Spider-Man comic book world. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just had assumed that uh, Dr. Doom was 
Fantastic Four exclusive. Mm-hmm. Like there wasn't mm-hmm. a whole lot of crossover, but right. Um, and this series has kind of made me think, well, like Magneto, yeah, right, yeah. And, and, and other non-specific Spider-Man, um, I guess villains have appeared it could this sure. could just be more of like a good marvel universe show and not just a spider-man show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah but now knowing what you just told me he uh he shows up a lot and mm-hmm. and early in the series run you said like in the in this 1963 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. still in 1963 that's that's crazy either uh they wanted to do crossovers right away or they just couldn't think of villains <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what I yeah mean? well you know another thing that um happens very early in that series in the 60s is not the entire Fantastic Four, but for some reason, Spider-Man keeps crossing paths with uh, Johnny Storm, the Human Torch. Right. And I don't quite understand. I I guess I don't understand because I haven't read those issues. What made him run into uh, Human Torch all the time, but not the rest of them. But uh, it was not uncommon. I I know in the modern ones and in the new Spectacular Spider-Man, which I think is now uh, once again defunct, but Mm -hmm. in that they ran in the same circles because they were about the same age and they had like sort of a healthy competition going on. I see. Mm-hmm. Sure. And that they kind of have this, they kind of have the same shtick, cocky teenager, mm-hmm. white with superpowers. I mean, right. How many of right. those in the New York city area could there be? Two, I, turns out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to say no more than a dozen, you know, and no, it's a big city. No. You're not going right. to, you might not run into the same people over and over again. Yeah. Not running in the same circles, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so were you excited to see Doctor Doom come back? I know that we had we had kind of uh, hem and hawed when we first started the series that there were, I think, like a total of six or eight Doctor mm-hmm. Doom episodes. So, were you thinking, "Oh, great, another Doctor Doom episode," or were you excited for it? Well, I like Doctor Doom as a character, and I, if I remember uh, what we talked about in episode two. I mm-hmm. did think that his was one of the better sort of villainous plans sure. that we had seen so far. So I was expecting more of the same there. Um, you know, a, a well thought out sort of uh, evil ploy. So in that respect, yeah, looking forward to seeing Doctor Doom again. Um, yeah, I would say same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I was excited to see him. Yeah. When when this one started though, and they were right back at the UN, I was a little, <laughs> yeah, I, I was a little uh, trepidatious at that point because it, it yeah, very quickly they're back at the UN. I think it, I think the show opens. There's you know some people walking down the street in New York, and then we ha- we suddenly have menacing music. And um, this is one of the positives I'll take out of this episode. They pull a guy off the street. He's walking down the street reading the newspaper. They pull him off into a van, and he's like, "Oh God, what the heck!" And then yeah, all right. of a, and then all of a sudden, they push him back out, and he just st- keeps walking. And I was like, "Oh well, that's odd." And yeah. there were there were many moments like that in this episode, um, particularly in like the first third, I would say, third to half of the episode, where you we saw things that were like, "Hmm, interesting," and not. And I guess I want to make sure I differentiate between. Uh, interesting and just you know pointless. Like I didn't think there was any. I didn't think there was anything in this episode that was just completely out of left field and didn't make any sense. I agree. Um, it all it all kind of fit in for me. And the stuff that was that was seemed really wonky. I was like, I'm interested to see where this goes. And they they not trying to get too far ahead of myself, but the threads that they did leave loose. I think are pretty clearly left that way on purpose. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I, it's the villain trope of you've not seen the last of me, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the few times where I've said he, he's actually probably right. Yeah, we'll probably yeah. see you about four more episodes. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but but go, going back to the UN thing, I, I looked at this as truly a sequel episode mm-hmm. where I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, maybe I'm uh, projecting a little bit too much and giving it too much credit. But I thought like Dr. Doom in episode two goes to the UN. The plan fails because Spider-Man takes over the robots and. Doom wasn't prepared for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he right. goes back to the drawing board where he's been for the last four episodes. Uh-huh. And now here he is again saying, let's try that again. That's how I took it. And I, mm-hmm. for that reason, was excited. And, and maybe yeah. again, I'm giving it too much uh, credit. No, I think I think that that's a fine way to read that. Um, yeah. And I guess the thing that that also threw me off in at the beginning when uh, he's back at the UN and giving a speech turned out to be part of his dastardly plan right and yeah. and we can i i mean at this point i'd say we can give it away so the in episode two the thing was he was uh like uh injecting or mind controlling all of the uh representatives to the un yeah uh, so that they would all vote for him in this episode a little bit similar, but instead of uh, instead of trying to mind control everybody, he replaces all of them with, uh, let's get the pronunciation correctly, robots. Robots. Mm-hmm. Robots. Mm-hmm. Clone. Clone robots. Clone right? robots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I, I wrote in my notes, clones, question mark, question mark, question mark? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I, right. And right. then I realized this is 1981. I don't think that was in the common sort of even, no. you know, sort of fantastical fictional vernacular. I think... I, I think Years before Dolly the Sheep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Right. And, it made and, more and sense thought, to build robots. Yeah. Right. But I thought it was clever the way that they were kind of combining those things. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and gave a little bit more stakes, I thought, which is kind of what the show's been lacking in in the last few episodes, or you know, the beginning yeah, part yeah, of the series. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, they, you know, they set it up where, uh, you know, Doom is given this uh, address or what have you, what have you. Uh, you know, they, they everybody who he's who he's replaced obviously is endorsing his bid to become master of the world. Master of the world. Um. <laughs> And but it but it totally like takes uh, Spider-Man by surprise. You know, it's um, uh, initially, I think when they isn't it doesn't it happen, Brian, where they first um, uh, where they first sort of concede to Dr. Doom taking things over. Have we, has it even been revealed at that point yet that he is replacing them with robots, or is no, it, no? It, it's it's kind of alluded to, and you you get a sense right. of it because you've seen you've seen the same people, the same or the same characters, sort of be captured by this van, you know, and and or uh, you know replaced or whatever. So there, there's something a little wonky going on there. But the I think the extent of his of the the background work before the episode begins was not revealed. No, and Spider-Man, that's when he kind of realizes something is amiss when they go along with it so easily, mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the master of the world uh, right. aspect of it. And yeah, then yeah. then the uh, the clone robot war starts, the, the attack of the clone robots the is at that point. The, the attack <laughs> of the clone robots. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, that's what I thought. And uh, I, I thought nice action sequence there in the uh, UN, in the General Assembly chamber there 
where they they vote him in, but like uh, Betty Brant among uh, some other uh, non uh, robot replaced representatives yeah. uh, loudly voice their objections, and uh, you know there's there's uh, there's some good uh, Spidey saving action going on there, and yeah, stuff like that. And you yeah. and you and you enjoyed the uh, the hand blast effect of Doom during this battle that's what you were referring mm. to right yeah he, like, yeah and like when and when, when he's uh creating the the robots as well it's like I, I don't know they just they animated it really cool where it looked like it really looked like the same kind of thing you would see in the comics at the time you know where it was uh-huh. that it was yeah. it was less just like you know I don't know what I I can't imagine what how they did it in 1981. I I assume just take a colored pencil and rub a lot of yellow, you know, on the frame or whatever. <laughs> to, it was to sort of mimic movement. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They they yeah. didn't they didn't do that in this one, and it was it looked it looked cool. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, I mm-hmm. did too. And I also did take note. And I didn't put this in my notes, but you can correct me if I'm wrong. First episode where Spider-Man either doesn't run out of webbing or doesn't give him any issues. Like yeah, it's working yeah, as it should. you're right. You're right. I didn't yeah. notice that uh, while I was watching it, but I definitely would have taken note if he had, if, if that had become a, a thing again. And that's right. another, that's another, I, I think, point in favor of this episode where it's just that the, the, the things that were going on were troublesome enough. He didn't need some sort of manufactured <laughs> problem. Uh, right. to, you know, sort of sideline him temporarily. It was... Stakes were high enough. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. so, you know, we've already kind of talked about the plot. We've, we've talked about, you know, the UN thing and that he's doing that again. Mm-hmm. I did want to bring up that the pacing of this is one that I'm starting to notice more. And and normally you only notice pace when it goes from slow to fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm noticing the pace went the opposite direction, and it's a good thing because I put in a timestamp, and we don't even see... Dr. Doom's Chrome Dome, uh-huh. as I put it, until nearly five minutes into a 21-minute episode. Yeah, that's yeah. Pretty, that's pretty impressive. And, and in that time, we get, you know, the the thing the, the things that he's doing, kind of. Mm-hmm. We see the clones and the robots first. We see mm-hmm. the, I call it the old country. Turns out it's it's a real Marvel country, Latveria. Right. We see, what, we see what's going on there where they have a suspicious suspiciously german accent in uh-huh. Liberia, uh-huh. or 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 like eastern european it's eastern yeah. european eastern okay. europe sure yeah yeah but all of this happens and we still haven't seen dr doom and, and i think that has happened like i think i saw that turn kind of happen in like episode six with magneto we're yeah like, we're sure we're mm-hmm. seeing things happen and things playing out and we as the audience are kind of like saying WTF mm-hmm. where's Spider-Man to save us like in right, that first right. five minutes and five minutes doesn't sound like a whole lot but when you're looking at a 21 minute show when mm-hmm. you take out the adverts that's almost like almost half of the first act you know what I mean yeah oh for sure no definitely uh and that that first part of this show yeah totally had me hooked in we right. we saw Spider-Man for a total of like what like 10 or 12 seconds or something like that where he yeah, was just perched on a on a balcony and he, he saves a little kid from falling and it's like just for a moment where you know to kind of give the audience a, another nudge to say uh, that that blue suit guy with the newspaper something's wrong there because his, his spider sense goes off yeah. and he's like he's Spidey like Some, something's weird and yeah. uh, but that's all that's all we get until we actually see dr doom 
uh, sort of in his lab with his uh, uh, with his uh, human his henchmen uh, creating right. the robots. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. It just no. Very. It, 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 it was good. It's interesting, and and I don't know, like in a twenty, how many episodes are in this twenty five ish episode? Twenty five, twenty six, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So in, to to find its footing in episode eight. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping is what happened. In sure. seven was great too. I loved mm-hmm. episode seven yeah. quite a bit, and, mm-hmm. and this one is is close to that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but to find its footing about a third of the way through the series just makes me excited for what's going to happen. And, and I know there's still a lot more to talk about with this this specific episode, but mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It, it's made a turn, and I'm and I'm I'm delighted about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I I I this episode uh, seriously gave me some high hopes for. Uh, the the future uh, of the Doctor Doom thread for sure. Uh, you know he's coming back in a, in a number of more episodes, but uh, four more I, I think over the yeah right. uh, remainder. Uh, yeah. So I assume they're going to kind of continue along here because yeah, I mean just quickly to talk through the rest of the plot. So you know we get the Doctor Doom addressing the UN. He's replaced yep. a bunch of the. Uh, delegates with uh robots they say yep you can be master of the world which is what he always wanted um very uh, a kudos to you sir um (laughs) that's off (laughs) and uh and then uh you know obviously uh, spider-man takes some time trying to figure things out why uh, why this has happened we've got a a conflict uh, at the end of the episode uh once again where uh, Spider-Man has uh, kind of cracked the uh, the robot uh, conundrum. We've got Doctor Doom escaping from there in a in a much more interesting way than in Episode Two. Did you notice that too? Yes. Where yes. he was like a hologram or something like that that was at the that was actually at the assembly because he just disappears and then he's on his helicopter, uh, uh, you know, leaving the scene or what have you. Uh, ultimately, Spider-Man rescues the people who had been replaced and. But we do get that warning from Doctor Doom that uh, you know he's he's going to be back to uh, tussle with Spider-Man again, and notably the the very last scene of the episode uh, I thought was awesome, where Peter is sitting still kind of in his costume at his at his desk, and and Betty Brant, who he was supposed to pick up for a date again, calls him up and is like, Peter, what what happened? And he's like, uh, you know, got sidetracked or whatever and uh well what could be more important than our date peter (laughs) and and he's got that he's got that dr doom helmet on his desk and he's like uh i wish i could tell you you know that that's a good that's a that's a very good finish it was Mm -hmm. it was and Mm -hmm. and and growing up watching cartoons in the 80s we got a lot of villains saying you've not seen the last of me like Mm -hmm. for what comes top of mind is uh is it Doctor or Mr. Claw from Inspector Gadget? Is, is I he don't Dr. remember. Well? He, he might have gone he, to the same me- medical school. Probably yeah. went to the same school, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they both have their doctorates in evil. Um, but uh, you hear that a lot, and it's kind of like a, yeah, whatever thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it's a show like this where it's kind of a, a villain of the week, yeah, or, you know, what did Batman call it? The uh, the cavalcade of villainy or whatever it is. You know, right. like mm-hmm. there's a different villain every week. And so when we hear something like that and we know he's coming up four more times, it, it really was like the writers had a through line mm-hmm. from the last episode and now branching off into 
four more episodes possibly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, just, it, it really, uh, got me excited. I kind of wish that like, this was what shows do now though, where it was like a story arc yeah, where the next yeah. episode has doom again, but sure. Sure. Yeah. Beggars can't be choosers at this point, Jason. No, no, but it, it, the writing and the, um, you know, the, the week to week execution is something that we've harped on a little bit with, uh, some of the lesser episodes, like, you know, the lizard episode was lizard not that and- great, and and the Sandman episode was just kind of a dumpster fire. Um, but, <laughs> the worst so far. Uh, the the work that they've done with Doctor Doom is really uh, pretty impressive so far. You know, I don't, I don't know uh, the background of some of the uh, writing staff that worked on this show, but I don't know. Maybe there were people who were like who had like written on Fantastic Four or something like that, and they were like. We know loads of crap about Doctor Doom, so let's just right. you know really lean into that. Um, well, and it feels like it feels like in the '80s there was a lot of Doctor Doom like uh, hype. Like I remember seeing a lot like in mm. the '80s when we were first getting into comics. I feel like Doctor Doom was on a lot of T-shirts and uh-huh. and like uh-huh. he was in a way, from what I recall, and maybe I have a skewed uh, vision of my past, but I feel like he was a little bit more popular than the Fantastic Four franchise. Like yeah. he was why people were reading Fantastic Four. I wonder and. and I wonder and is if it because it, he's in Amazing yeah. Friends too. Maybe is that why? I don't know. I well, okay. I was going to say I wonder if you know because I wasn't reading comics in the eighties. You sure. know, um, right? But I wonder if at the time maybe Doctor Doom was like the biggest bad in the Marvel universe. You know that Could that be. wasn't like a cosmic sure. kind of character, like a you know like a Galactus or an Ultron or something like that. Yeah, like um, he could be like the uh, the the Joker. Of you know what I mean? Well, I guess Joker's only in Batman, but you know what well, I mean. I, I'm like, thinking, I'm thinking like later on, Thanos becomes the you know the biggest bad oh, yeah. in the Marvel universe. Maybe at this sure. time it was Doctor Doom. Yeah, maybe that, maybe and, that's right because mm-hmm. he he felt like he was everywhere. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. so maybe the writers were just really excited and they they had a sort of enthusiasm running for Doctor Doom mm-hmm. more than other characters, certainly more than Sandman. I mean, oh, yeah. Sandman felt like they just hated that character. <laughs> Did not do anything. He's a man made out of sand. F this. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was uh, yeah, it was bad news. It was bad news, man. You 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 mentioned the pacing. The pace of this episode was was really good. Even I mean, even for a grown up show, like you know, again, we can we could harp maybe on his ultimate goal, but I think it's a very believable goal for Doctor Doom. And it's like he's continuing on ruling the world is all he's ever wanted, you know, right. Um, (laughs) He's a simple man. He's a simple man, Jason. (laughs) And and so whatever, that's that's completely what we expect from this guy. Sure. Um, So that's that's totally plausible. I, again, loved how sort of intricate and complex his plans were and how even uh, he he had even planned for Spider-Man to, you know, try to foil certain parts of it and and. stuff like that. Um, so that, yeah, that was great. I loved, yeah. I, I, I loved how, uh, Spider-Man had to, um, kind of figure out, he had to do, he had to do some, like some reading and research about robotics and then go back to his yeah. professor to, to sort of build this gadget that was gonna, uh, that was gonna free the UN from the, from the clutches of the doom. Right. And that yeah. And that kind of thing reminds me of stuff that we'll see later in the night, which feels so far away, but it's coming. Mm-hmm. The 90s, the 90s Spider-Man series where Peter Parker, Peter Parker is trying to help Peter Parker Spider-Man like mm-hmm. he's doing research and getting 
and and we see it a lot with like Dr. Connors. And um, yeah, and I was going to say in collaborating with yeah, with other exactly. characters, right? Yeah. Like he, like he 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 has a good network, you know. Mm-hmm, he knows mm-hmm. how to network. He's like the early version of LinkedIn for Spider-Man <laughs> where like he's like, "Oh, I got a guy. I uh-huh. got a guy who does robots. I got a guy who does cloning. I got a guy who does, you know, regeneration therapy like Dr. Connors." Like right. we'll see that a lot in the uh in the 90s Spider-Man, but uh, yeah. I really like that aspect too. And I don't think we've seen much of what you were what we were just talking about in in the series either. The closest one was when he was um somehow learning how to surf a, a spaceship <laughs> in the Magneto episode. Right, right. And he says, well, I'm glad I paid attention in the professor's class. Good because thing like, I took that yeah. class. Day two was like, if you're ever stuck in space, here's how to surf on <laughs> a rocket ship. Oh, but, NASA. but yeah. speaking of like his, his allies and, you know, sort of collaborators on the side, uh, this episode features Robbie Robertson for the first yeah. time. Who is, you know, a, a, a comic character from uh, way back? His first appearance, I think, is in like nineteen sixty something, sixty seven. I think it's 60... late, a little bit later because he's African American, which uh, weren't no. a lot of those in, in comic books. August sixty seven in Amazing yeah. Spider Man fifty one. Um, yeah. But Summer anyway, right there. there you go. Um, <laughs> no, but he's, uh, you know, he he's in this episode as. Um, you know, sort of a uh, another editor at the Daily Bugle. And then, uh, you know, Spider-Man uh, webs into his office at one point where when he realizes that uh, those delegates had been replaced and he knocks Robbie out the window. Turns out Robbie had already been replaced by a robot and yeah. just and smashes on the ground. But that, that really was a twist I didn't see. That was a I twist did, I did not see. coming. I didn't see it coming either. It, it yeah, was it really threw me. That yeah. was good. Yeah. Uh, but also, boy, that was a big emotional gut punch for Peter Parker in this episode. Yeah. Like he mentions it repeatedly uh, for the rest of it. And then when when he's rescuing the people off the boat, he doesn't believe that it's really Robbie who's there. He's like, you're, you're, you're a robot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let me see your and chest hair. <laughs> right, yeah. right. We were talking about the brilliant just flowing chest hair that Robbie had going. I mean, it was it's gorgeous to uh-huh. quote Jonathan from Queer Eye. It was it's it's gorge. Um so yeah, uh that was really good and and I I remember thinking I really hope that he's not dead because A he's just been introduced uh-huh. and B don't Spider-Man don't do what other shows did like kill off the black guy like right. early in the series run like please don't do that, you know what I mean? Like Come on, you're better than this. So I, I felt a gut punch for probably different reasons than Peter Parker Spider-Man did. Uh-huh. But I was still like, like you said, the, the twist surprised me and I liked seeing him come back. And um, hopefully he returns because we've never seen yeah, him I in hope this series so. before, right? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, no, this was his first time in this show. Yeah. Uh, and and it and it was also the return of Mortimer who had one kind of snarky oh, yeah. line. Um, right. Yeah, I, I, it's but, it's but too more, bad Mortimer wasn't Pepper. replaced by a robot, but I suppose <laughs> I suppose or he Robbie wasn't. Robertson, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> uh, um, and and also a return of Betty Brant, and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. we need to talk about this because yeah. the phrase that we both used as forty-something-year-old men mm-hmm. to describe Betty Brant was hot to trot. <laughs> Well, she, she is so excited for this date he, prospect with Peter. Like she is. So she's ready to so go. she's just watched him come out of a broom closet for some reason. 
you right. know, for, oh, because he was changing. Well, yeah, I know, I know he was changing, oh, okay, but okay. for her, it was <laughs> he wasn't just, for, he wasn't just hanging out in the broom closet. For <laughs> so, well, to to her way of thinking, it he was just hanging out right. in the broom closet, as you do as a reporter. Right. So, so to <laughs> Betty Brant's mind, this guy has just walked out of a broom closet. Yeah, he, I, I'm pretty sure all he said was, "There's a dance on Friday," and she was like, "Yeah, pick me up at seven yes. You know, like. <laughs> Didn't even yeah. didn't even I think ask have the word the time to say do you want to get, right, right. You know, can I pick you up right yeah, that didn't yeah. even get out of no well. no she was we, ready to go and when we last met or left Betty and Peter would this be Peter be, well, we got to find like a like a couple <laughs> name Petty <laughs> I don't, neither one of them worked very <laughs> no, well <laughs> I like Peter but we'll we'll talk about it off the air but when we left when we last left that couple. Um, he had ditched her, and we were worried that she was going to go to Triple J. Well, she so, yeah, uh, she was going. She asked Triple J out to out for drinks or something, and yeah, yeah, yeah. But clearly, that was know, just a move to make Peter jealous, and it worked mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it is on. Mm-hmm. Spidey sense tingling, if you know what I mean. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Now he blows her <laughs> off again at the end of this episode, <laughs> but. Um, I, I don't know. But Do you, she doesn't seem as pissed. She didn't seem she didn't seem that upset about it. Yeah. And yeah. she didn't go to Triple J or in the arms of Mortimer. I mean, if right. if, if, the if, arms she goes, of if she Mortimer. goes to Mortimer, if she goes to Mortimer, I'm, I might be jumping ship on this whole project, Jason. But uh, yeah. I think we're OK for now. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that'll I think it'll be fine. Another while we're at, at the Daily Bugle here, Dr. Doom replaced J. Jonah Jameson uh, with a robot. Yes. And why? Why do you think he did that? <laughs> Uh, just no idea. just because Jonah was very excited to see Doctor Doom and was, was singing yeah. his praises and I, I you know here in the future I'm I'm sorry you know the, there's no getting around it it had a very it it, it had a he had a very um uh, number forty five president MAGA esque reaction yeah. to Doctor Doom like he was Agreed. like Agreed. he was like oh God. We need somebody who's got some authority and some balls and who's right. going to kick some asses. And yeah, he he yeah he was uh, he basically was saying you know like uh, he tells it like it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but her emails, like I was but- waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> As you said in 1981. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, also, while we're talking about Triple J, I want to go back to what you said, like why he got cloned. Mm-hmm. I think every episode, a consistency has been that Triple J has to be in danger. At mm. some point, mm-hmm. because just last week, I think it was he was for some reason um, walking on the well, because he was under the the uh, the spell of Mysterio's right, right. Disco music. He was um, which saying that just sounds ridiculous, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, but he was walking on the ledge of the Daily Bugle. He's been close to getting hit by a train a couple of times. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he just has to be in danger. And um, and I think he might be like a, a, a adversary that we love to hate. Mm-hmm. kind of thing of spider-man like oh, sure. you know he yeah. he hates spider-man yet he always gets saved by him and it, i don't know i uh mm-hmm. so that's the good the bad is that not only is he a doom slash uh mega supporter uh-huh. he is also racist because he says at the oh, u.n God, boy yeah. the u.n would be a lot better if it wasn't for all these foreigners oh <laughs> man like I just that was so cringeworthy it was it was oh lord i was shocked that this didn't have the disney plus uh 
disclaimer of <laughs> this this has like cultural depictions that may not be set or whatever the phrase is right. now like when you watch a, an old cartoon i was like uh-huh. they should have put that at the beginning of this episode because oh, no doubt even the term foreigners like feels ooky just for me to say <laughs> like, sure, sure you know like i want to go wash my hands uh-huh. after i uh-huh. said that but yeah so i was like <sighs> i was watching this thinking of course he supports you know 45 or doom mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. you want to call him because you know it's it's the he should give him a red baseball cap for the yep. next episode and he'll yep. be set yeah. oh he yeah he's he's ready to go he's ready to go mm-hmm. it was oh uh, yeah it was funny no so that but didn't that make you wonder too like why he had to be cloned do you think it was just like in case he was going to change his mind once doom uh took control of the world and not print favorable stuff about him or that's probably it. and the yeah. power the power and the pull that he has in the city, because yeah, we know yeah. Daily Bugle is like probably a monopoly in this New York. Oh, reality. It's, the, it, it's the number one rag in town, baby. It, yeah. If not the only, I mean, they got yeah. a helicopter, they got a skyscraper of a yeah. building. Mm-hmm. You know, they got, they, they can afford to pay Peter Parker, but not enough. He's a skin flint. I yeah. Mean, let's be yeah. Real. Mm-hmm. But you know, so I think doom. Um, so he isn't like, number 45 in the sense he embraces the media <laughs> you know right. what i mean it's like the anti-fake news well as long as you can control it so so J- jonah yeah. jonah is like the sean hannity of 1981 <laughs> really he's just yeah. well there's good people on both sides Jason. <laughs> right oh boy yeah. well yeah so that i think that was the motivation behind it and from an audience perspective we we like that um we liked the duality of he doesn't like Spider-Man, but Spider-Man is so good that he always rescues him. Because mm-hmm. if, if you or I were Spider-Man, eventually we might just be like, yo, F this guy. Like, right. I'm right. tired of saving him. I, I get no respect, you know? So, mm. yeah. And, yeah. And I do want, I do want to talk about Aunt May more involved in this episode than the last episode. Mm-hmm. But can you explain to me why she's suddenly so concerned about Peter's health? Petey. Petey's health. Right. Right. Like. He's been sick in other episodes. Well, he and did. She did I, I, and I'll, I'll be honest with you now. Now that we've watched the this show so closely, from now on, any time Peter Parker sneezes, I'm gonna be on the lookout for the lizard. It's just, <laughs> yeah, right. As exactly. soon as soon as he sneezed, I was like, they are not putting the lizard in this episode, are they? Um, no. and, and obviously he didn't show up. But I, I'm sorry, the last time he was sneezing, it was lizards. That's um, true. Lizards so, everywhere, as a matter of fact. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. So I just no, I don't she, know. Yeah, she did she did seem very uh very concerned for him. Um you know, give, give her a little device? something to do. What's that? Yeah, that's it. It was a plot device. It gave her something to do. Yeah. That's what I was yeah. gonna say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry mm-hmm. to talk over you. No, no, that's uh yeah, I I'm pretty sure that's all that that uh was. Let's talk about any other uh sort of things you wanna say just generally about the episode or any any stuff we haven't uh, touched on but before we move on to what I'm going to call the two loose ends uh, that are uh, that are a little bit tantalizing here. No, the only other thing I thought of is uh, Spider Breath came back. Oh, in. yeah, the Spider Breath. You can uh, a, a spider can obviously hold their breath for a very long time. True. Which I can it. attest to because I've tried to flush spiders down toilets before and they've crawled back up. That's true. Mm-hmm. They have. That's true. They do mm-hmm. have spider breath. Mm-hmm. But was the spider holding its nose? Because Spider Man <laughs> had to when he jumped into a pool of water. They, they're, okay. Their legs. Their legs are so small. I can't always tell what they're doing with their nose. You know, it's tough. 
tough right. to see. The little tiny clothespin they keep in their back pocket. <laughs> A very small clothespin. Perfect. <laughs> so there's two things in this episode we haven't even touched on at all. One of them happens right away in Act 1. We get that scene in Latveria. Yeah. Where there's a, a blonde guy breaking his dad out of jail. They yeah. are both clearly anti-Doom. Now, yes. for the for the uninitiated, Latveria is uh, Dr. Doom's home country he is the uh, uh, monarch and uh, absolute ruler uh, of this of this tiny East European dictator. nation. Dictator, yep. Yeah, so like I said, these two obviously not friends of his or fans of his, and there there's sort of a um, a, a daring uh, escape in the middle of the night uh, where he he busts his dad out, puts him on a horse, and sends him riding off into the woods only to be caught by the uh, uh, pink robot minions of mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Doom. And and that's where that that's where that thread stops. Uh, we just hear we uh, and and I think the I think the sun uh, gets gets caught or we don't see actually what yeah. finally happens to him back in town. but you know you can kind of assume both of them get caught. This is what makes me think, oh, we're definitely going back to Latveria at some point in these Doctor Doom episodes. Probably going to see those characters again. But for this 1981 kids show, interesting choice to sort of, uh, you know, sow the seeds of a future episode this early in in this one, correct? Right. Am I, right. Am I right? Yeah. You are correct because that never, I think this episode is good enough that they wouldn't just leave big plot holes that yeah. are Mm-hmm. finished up yeah so yeah i think you're right i think um and looking ahead doom shows up actually a little bit sooner than you might think jason so i'm thinking that uh he'll be back there if not in a few weeks yeah mm-hmm. in 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 later down the line but yeah that's true and i really liked that aspect i kind mm-hmm. of liked uh you know you get you get you see new york a lot you get tired of it you know it's yeah. nice to see the rest of the world and uh uh-huh interesting that it's a made up place in the Marvel universe and not based in reality. But I really did like that. And I called it the old country because eighties fashion had not yet hit Latveria. (laughs) They were still like peasants and, you know, a lot of like billowy, you know, tops with the ties on the top and leather straps and things, you know, and a little bit of animal cruelty, Mm -hmm, (laughs) unfortunately mm -hmm. is is there as well. So sure. Not quite with the times. Yeah. 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 But uh, no, so that I want to see what doom's doing there. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I'm also curious to see, because uh, not really familiar with, like, the, you know, sort of the canonical comic history there or anything like that, if that blonde guy is, like, a, you know, a a, a known Marvel character who's, like, a, a anti-Doom guy from back in the day yeah. or, or or from whenever, you know, if he's if he's somebody or if he's just some guy, I guess is my point. Right. I'm, I'm interested yeah. to see that. So, Wouldn't it be great if this was an origin story? If we would see right? him like with, with a full arc and he becomes oh. like someone? Yeah, Anything's I don't know. Who. possible. Yeah. The other he, thing, the other thing that they left uh, sort of dangling was, and they they had uh, when Peter and Jonah and Betty are first going into the UN for Doom's uh, address. They walk past this display case, and then the the camera kind of freezes on this case for a minute. That's got this, uh, this dark jewel in it. 
mm-hmm. and later later Doctor Doom calls it the Black Diamond, and he sends one of his robot replacements, yes. the repla- his replacement that he created of the Attorney General, to steal the Black Diamond and replace it with a fake duplicate. Yes, uh, a clone, if you will, a, cl- a clone, so to speak, and yeah. um. And the, and all we see is the uh, robot uh, secretary general uh, successfully stealing it and, and leaving the scene, assuming he gets it back to Doctor Doom, but we don't know exactly why he wants it or what it's good for. I mean, I assume it's something robot related. Um, yeah. But um, just robot another centric. just another aspect of the uh, of the the entire plot of the show. That was left open and left to interpretation, and I, I, boy, I can just imagine if I was a kid watching this, I would be like, "What is that about? What are they going to yeah. do with that? You know? When is he going to come back again?" And then mm-hmm. being frustrated mm-hmm. when you tune in next Saturday and there's no Doctor Doom to be found. Yeah. Like, yeah, talk about you know hooking kids in, and before the internet, where they could speculate and talk with their friends on social media or go play Fortnite and talk about it or mm-hmm. whatever the kids mm-hmm. do these days. Yeah, like yeah. having to like tune in and, and really figure out this mystery, like you yeah. said. Yeah. They're planting seeds, Jason. That's yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's, it's very uncharacteristic for this show. <laughs> exactly, very refreshing to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, two things that obviously we'll be looking for the yeah. next time Doctor Doom shows up. Now, you you've got. I assume you've got the episode rundown in front of you there. So I do. this is episode eight. When is Doctor Doom back? Eleven. Eleven. No. Uh, is it eleven? Hang on. No, I'm sorry. Twelve. Twelve. Okay, so we got three yeah. three episodes in between. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Not not as many as last time. So not as yeah, many. We, we get a ringmaster, we get a green goblin, and then Ooh. there's a there's a stuntman. <laughs> That's what we get. Stunt- Literally a stuntman without a character name, just a stuntman. So stuntman. Okay. Stuntman. Oh, there it is. Stuntman. Spiderman. Yeah. Oh, perfect. So we get that in between. Yeah, and and I'm I'm excited for what's to come, but I'm also tempering my excitement. We'll, we'll say that I'm yeah yeah I'm legit interested to see where this uh, Doctor Doom uh, thread goes um, yeah t- yeah I'm gonna try not to get too uh, excited about it but it, this is again I think this is the the yeah this is the second week in a row I've said this this is the best episode I think we've seen of this show so far and I, I am think, going to I think, go ahead I'm sorry I'm gonna give this you're you're gonna be blown away brian blown Same i'm down. giving this four radioactive spiders wow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. look at you four the radioactive f- spiders and 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 for the first time you mm-hmm. and i i don't think have have like agreed but at definitely the first time where you're ranking it higher than i am i'm gonna mm-hmm. give it three and a half radioactive oh, okay spiders. well that's pretty solid that's that's yeah. that's solid Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I'd say this is second only to the Mysterio episode, and that's okay. pretty pretty great that we got two solid episodes in, in a, a row. row. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I awesome. just hope there's enough comedy mine for us to you know comedy gold for us to mine here when we start seeing good episodes <laughs> now. <laughs> that's my big fear. Like, yeah, yeah. The stuntman, the stuntman one might uh, check that box. We'll have to see. <laughs> it it sounds like it's got that potential. Well, I guess we'll see what happens, but. No, a lot of a lot of fun, a lot of uh, good stuff in this one. So, uh, give it a look and uh, yeah, and and we'll uh, we'll talk about uh, the ringmaster next week. Is that who we've got on the docket? Yeah. And okay, he is an actual Marvel character. He's not made just for uh, 
for this series. So I literally I'm, I'm, never heard of the Ringmaster before. So we'll have to do a little we'll have to do a little background reading. We will. I'm looking forward to that. All right, buddy. Uh, well, we'll talk with you next week then. Sounds good. Thanks for listening to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. Follow us on Twitter at BKO Radio and follow and like the show on Facebook. Most importantly, if you liked it, tell a friend.